Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today you are about to hear a short extract from my conversation with Maria. Uh, Maria shares with us uh, in this short extract an aspect of her relationship with food that impacted her life in a big way and is still impacting her life. Maria feels that this message is important for all of us to hear, especially parents, future or present, and realize how much impact through this simple um, act of eating we can have on our uh, child's life. So without further ado, listen to the extract and let's talk about it. Just one thing that I would recommend and I would advise parents is not to stuff their kids and not to um, give them extra food and unhealthy food. Food Mm -hmm. is our nutrition. Uh, Food is our fuel. It's something to enjoy, something to understand how it works for our body. And okay, it, it is okay to feed your kids and it is okay to make them feel hungry at some point. It doesn't matter. Just it's very unhealthy to, to build obese kids because afterwards it's, it's so difficult for them to, to compensate. So difficult for, for me, it was very difficult to try to, to, to turn my life into a more healthy lifestyle. And I had to read a lot. I had to search. I had to, and I'm still struggling <laughs> because of my childhood, my unhealthy childhood. So I think um, the way you want to um, build a healthy child and build a a child that will will be healthy not only um, in its physical uh, way but also in a character. You you mm-hmm. also build his his way of eating. So I think parents have to be more um, have to know how to how to build their children nutritionally wise as well Mm -hmm. let's not make mistakes that we have done to ourselves to our kids as well yeah i totally agree Mm -hmm. you know there are Mm -hmm. so many issues that i personally also struggled with because not, not not so much because my parents um you know, stuffed myself, that wasn't an issue, but because they didn't know a lot of things in our like exactly. food system, you know, produces all this food and doesn't tell you what exactly is good, what exactly is bad. And mm-hmm. then you end up with all these problems and you don't know where they come from. Exactly, exactly that. Guys, you just heard uh, an extract from our conversation with Maria and uh, you might have recognized yourself a lot or um, a little in this short extract. I definitely recognized my parts of my own journey, uh, not because my journey was 
um, a lot similar to what Maria has experienced. Uh, but because my life in many big ways, the way it is now, because of uh, the way my relationship with food was built. Um, like, for example, like many parents, my parents used food as a way to celebrate things or as a way to uh, help me help me change my emotional state. Uh, they used food to uh, reward certain things uh, or to calm myself down, you know, with sweets and everything. Uh, but also food, you know, my parents didn't know a lot about nutrition and food. Only recently we started to understand much more about how food affects our mental state, our metabolism, our short and long-term health, uh, what kind of nutrients humans need um, in more details. Only now we are starting to understand a lot of things about what human nutrition is all about, what our own food requirements are all about. And back then, back 20 years ago, uh, when I was a teenager and more than 20 years ago, you know, when I was growing up, uh, there was no such knowledge. And our parents did the best they could, the best they learned from um, their parents. But then food uh, industry, food system um, was evolving at that time a lot. And so there were all these new products that were uh, coming to the market, like different uh, oils and fats and substitutions and different uh, meal replacements. Uh, and, um, you know, there were many ways that one could design their diet. And so all of this was changing and evolving and nobody really knew what they were doing exactly. And so my nutrition, as I look back at it, uh, was not a complete, uh, it was uh, not well-balanced. Uh, I had many foods like uh, different fake oils or uh, sugar substitutions, uh, different substances that uh, changed my gut health, that affected my immune system. And I had autoimmune condition, uh, vitiligo. Uh, that was quite a disturbing thing because uh, it made me feel very different, not in a good way from other kids and made me feel very insecure and not confident. And so that affected my decisions, my life down the road in so many ways. And then uh, my sister, because of her struggle with weight, she had uh, many weight problems and she developed those binge eating and then purging behaviors. And that also affected me uh, in a big way. Uh, and so f my relationship with food was never simple. And it changed, again, the direction of my life forever and how I think about food right now and um, why I know it's so important to develop healthy relationship with food and to supply our body with everything it needs to develop healthy mental uh, states or ability to cope with different life situations in a healthy, in a productive way. Um, and what I'm trying to say is, guys, as parents, as human beings in general, we have a lot of power when it comes to um, our ability to shape behavior of others, when it comes to food, relationships, others, 
food relationship of others with food. And we need not take it lightly because uh, that foundation of good relationship with food, understanding of different aspects of healthy eating, okay, what is okay to do, what is not okay to do, how we communicate that, you know, uh, as parents or just human beings, we never should make other people feel guilty about their food choices. We should explain our point of view. Like, for example, I think that it's a great idea to eat your vegetables, uh, a lot of them, on a daily basis in every meal because they have a lot of fiber, vitamins and minerals. They promote satiety. They keep us full. They promote a short and long-term health. They keep our gut healthy, right? But uh, I don't think that uh, because somebody else might be doing something different that they are bad people or they are stupid or uh, they in some way inferior to me, right? And I would never at this point, like I always watch myself to never make uh, the other person, people who I coach, but even, you know, my parents, my nephews, my sister, who is still struggling with her food relationship still, even though she's almost 40, Um, And I don't ever want to make other people feel guilty about their food choices. I try to explain as best as I can why I make certain choices and how it transformed my relationship with food and how it can help them. But the choice is still theirs. So um, the first thing, you know, guys, uh, never make other people feel guilty about their choices. Um, Just explain your point of you to the best of your ability. And don't ever think that you're right because nobody actually knows what they're right. Just from my experience and from all the data that we have, that seems to be the choice that will create maximum amount of physical and mental health. But whatever choice you decide to make, it's your choice and you get to experience what the choice will give you in your life. And, you know, nobody knows what your choice will result in. Uh, The same as your kids, you know, if you have your nephews, if you have uh, kids, or maybe you're an educator, maybe you're a teacher, make sure also that you don't teach those people around you to use food as a it's the only coping mechanism, meaning like in my childhood, I learned that food was a reward. You know, whenever I felt sad or I felt like I couldn't deal with my difficult emotions, food was the answer. Like it didn't result for me in a lot of excess weight, uh, but uh, it did teach me to use food as a medicine instead of working with my emotions and learning how to change my state without external things. And uh, it might not just only be food, that external thing, but it might be other people, toxic relationships, or uh, binge watching uh, TV and completely disengaging um, with reality. Uh, those all those mechanisms they help us to cope, but they're not productive, meaning they don't move us forward. And so, please, guys, try not to teach your kids, your nephews, people around you. It might be even your parents, because parents are humans just like we are, and they're also affected by people around them, especially people they love, like you yourself. Uh, so don't. Um, 
don't teach other people or show that example to use food as a medicine, as a coping mechanism, as a reward, uh, as any kind of emotional tool. No, food is something to nourish us. Food is something to build our health. Food is something, yeah, to enjoy together, to share together. But uh, food food shouldn't be that ultimate tool to make us happy. Food is not love. You know, food is not a meaningful relationship with other people. Food should be food, you know, nourishment. But that's about it. Uh, it's not uh, a medicine. We shouldn't self-medicate. And I, I'm, I'm saying shouldn't because uh, it didn't work in my life. And from all my experience, I coached a lot of people. It also seems that it's the case for other people that when we use food as the tool to self-medicate, it never works in a positive way for us. Because uh, number one, if we use different, you know, junk foods or addictive foods with a lot of processed fats and sugars, uh, ultimately it will negatively Im- impact our health one way or the other, mental and physical. And then the second thing, we don't learn how to cope with our difficult emotions otherwise without food, without changing our um, uh, our state, our chemical state. Uh, without any substances, be that food, alcohol, or, you know, what might have you. Um, so in this short extract, again, it just shows, uh, it just shows how, you know, food, our behaviors around food can shape our mentality, our state, our personality, our character for many, many years, uh, of our life, maybe for our whole life. So be really, really careful what you transmit, not just to your kids, but especially to your kids, because their psyche is, is like a sponge. It just takes in everything, you know, in a, in a way that it might even be difficult for you to comprehend, for all of us to comprehend. So don't transmit that kind of like judgmental uh, attitude towards different eating behaviors, uh, don't uh, don't treat food as a medication to cope with difficult emotions and don't teach others to do that. Um, when you have kids around you, uh, show the best example of eating behavior that you know of. Uh, if something you believe does not work, like eating sweets before dinner and eating snacks instead of lunch and dinner and eating while you do other stuff, maybe working on your computer or playing computer games. Don't, uh, with your behavior or words, uh, teach those habits to your kids. Like, do your best to teach that you know is best. And when you believe it's not that great, then explain why it might be wrong and how it can negatively impact their health and down the road, mental and physical, uh, explain like you would to an adult without maybe, you know, def- difficulty, complicated terms. And um, also, as much as possible, surround your kid with healthy food. Don't, you know, keep sweets and snack in the house. Instead, have a lot of fruit and vegetables and nuts and seeds. Let you, you know, healthy 
meats and dairy products and shellfish, familiarize your kids and people around you with all this variety of foods, but ultimately uh, give them the chance to try things, make their own choices, and never make people feel guilty about what they do. Um, and yeah, like Maria said, don't stuff your kids. Uh, Try to build good habits. Like, you know, this is the time for breakfast. This is the time for lunch. This is the time for uh, dinner. Or sit down as much as you can all together, eat together, uh, and allow your kids to make their own choices. Uh, whatever is on the table, let them choose whatever they want, eat as much as they want. And if they get hungry before lunch because they didn't eat enough uh, for breakfast, uh, well, they'll wait till lunch and eat then you know don't teach kids to just snack everywhere anywhere at, at any time build those routines behaviors but when it comes to hunger uh, allow your kids to build their own hunger awareness and uh, learn how to feel hungry or satisfied and be okay with that because ultimately you don't know how much food your kid needs and also if they want to eat more uh, as long as the, the you know you have on the table all these nutritious foods if they want to eat more let them eat more they grow they develop you have no idea how much nutrition and what kind of nutrition they might need and if for breakfast for some reason your kid wants to eat only i don't know apples or bananas today then that's okay. They can eat eggs or something else the other day. Just do your best. Give them to give them different foods to try, different whole nutritious foods. Don't keep snacks around uh, in your house. If they try them somewhere else, that's fine. Let them experiment. But um, make it kind of like a message that uh, most of the foods should be those whole nutritious foods. And uh, it's great idea to have lunch, breakfast, and dinner. And it's it's a great idea to eat whenever you want to eat. And like meaning, you know, if your kid is hungry for breakfast and they eat that, that's amazing. If they don't want to eat, then okay, you you just let them uh, wait till lunch when they get hungry and um, they will eat whatever they want to eat as much as they want to eat. They, their body will tell them how much food they need. So don't impose your eating behavior on your kid or anyone around you. You know, that might be your spouse. That might be your girlfriend or your boyfriend. They're their own person. Like, do your thing. Explain yourself why you do things the way you do them. And let other people decide what they want to do in their life. And that's my take on that. That's what I learned through all these years of um, food experimentation and my shaping my own uh, food behavior and learning what is best and what might be not so good. And uh, um, it's a journey. And I am where I am right now. I'm happy with that. And I'm sharing as much as I can. Um, of what I do and why I do it. But again, it, it, no matter what other choices other people decide to do, 
it's their choice in their life. And uh, I'm sharing the best that I've learned, but other people might have their experience and their opinion, and that's totally fine. Um, that's the message of today, guys. So look at your relationship with food. And specifically, I want you to look Uh, at your childhood, what kind of habits that might not be working for you today, you're still doing because um, your parent was doing that, or they told you that this is the right thing. Well, maybe that is not the right thing for you to do. Your parents um, or any people around you, they're human beings just like you. We make mistakes. We don't know everything. And that's just how things are, right? So decide for yourself. Um, and then also, I highly recommend you next time when you have difficult emotion and you um, you would want you want to like reach out for some food to manage that emotion or maybe some other substance. Just stop right there and sit with that emotion and figure out another way to deal with that right now. It might be talking to somebody, it might be going to bed or having a nap, uh, it might be going for a walk or taking a hot bath, uh, it might be going for a massage or read a book or listen to a podcast uh, of people who inspire you and calm you down, it might be listening to music or dancing or maybe cooking or, do, or playing music, drawing, whatever makes you happy. Uh, find some other way, not a substance to change your mental state and cope with that emotion. Also, maybe uh, journal about that and figure out why you feel the way you feel, why you don't like it, and what do you want to do about that, how to deal with that emotion, to manage it, and to move forward in your life in a more positive and more um, uh in a more positive and I guess with more progress uh, way. Um, so that the message of today, guys, uh, relationship with food that shapes us and is shaping and has been shaping ours uh, for, uh, for so many years. Uh, and uh, food, we eat it every day, several times a day. It's never ending story. It's never going to go away. And uh, we need to learn how to incorporate our food relationship in our life in a productive um, way so it nourishes us, so it fulfills us, so it keeps us going, it keeps us moving, feeling good about our food, our life, ourselves, uh, without you know having food as a self-medication strategy. So anyhow, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, let me know any thoughts you might be having about this episode, or maybe you want to share your story, your lessons. I love to hear from you. So reach out, let me know, and let's have you on the podcast too. Share this episode with a person who might be struggling with their food relationship. Um, share, discuss it, and uh, work on it, work through it together. Together is always better. And guys, Thank you for tuning in as and as usual. Till next time, eat better daily.